Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Going for Two with Jack Taylor. I'm your host, Jack Taylor. I'm your other host, Hunter Two. And this is episode seven. Oh, you got it right. Let's go. I got it right this time. I learned how to read. Uh, Yeah, episode seven of baseball season. We're heading into our third weekend of SEC baseball, um, which is crazy. I mean, it seems like the season just started the other day and we were losing a series to an inferior opponent. Uh, And now we're heading into a weekend where we're expected to lose a series to a superior opponent. So, I mean, we're we're getting better, right? well, uh, there you go. We're coming off of a, a really big week. Uh, our first SEC series win of the season against Alabama. We're going to talk about that. Uh, and we also had a pretty eventful um, uh, midweek game against Memphis. What else do we have in store today, Hunter? Yeah. Um, other than those two, we're going to go over the Arkansas Razorbacks series. Um, we're, we're a little late kicking off Arkansas hate week. Sorry for all that. Um, it, it really just snuck up on us. You know, preview the midweek after that, and then, as everyone knows, um, it's our favorite segment. Mm-hmm. What Instagram is it questions. Instagram questions. Let's go. Yeah. So, uh, just like always, I'd like to start off with an introduction um, and just 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 break the ice a little bit here. So the topic of today, we're going back to something I did last year with some baseball critiques, just some some phrases or um, some some awards that I, I don't really agree with. First of all, I don't know if I've said this before, but you, if you're listening to this, you have just as many Cy Young awards as Cy Young himself. So, um, I mean, is that really who you want to name your award after? Someone who didn't even ever win the Cy Young? Um, some some best pitcher ever, am I right? Um so, yeah, Hunter, you have as many Cy Youngs as Cy Young did. I've so, given up less runs. Um, honestly, given up less bombs. My strikeout-to-walk um, ratio. Yeah. I mean, I'm, what would yours be? I don't know. Hmm. Well, another <laughs> the, the phrase, that, my target phrase for today is uh, the, the, the term batting title. So um, you hear batting title. What, what actually comes to mind for you, Hunter? Um, you'd probably say like uh, maybe hits. Hits. I mean, could be. Makes sense. But it's nine. I. I mean, honestly, when I hear it, I might even think of like the winner of the home run derby or something. Like there was some competition and you won it. Um, there was like a heavyweight fight and and mm-hmm. you won the belt to have the title. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like title. I, I think of like a championship. Um, nope. This just means you have the best batting average in the league. Like, you could hit no bombs. You could hit, I mean, I'm sure there's, like, a like a limited number of at-bats you have to have. Like, I'm almost certain there is. But yeah. I just I just don't know. I mean, you switch over to the NBA. And the scoring title is just given to the person with the most points. They don't, get, they don't care if you shoot 100 shots a game and have the worst field goal percentage in the league. As long as you have the most points, you win the scoring title. Um batting title just what it let's just rename it like can we name it just the best batting average award mm-hmm. yeah seems right i mean like tim anderson might disagree and then but, the, like there's the triple crown and like i don't even think they get a crown much less three no. of them honestly um unless you go to mississippi state you don't even get to go to the triple crown club um miguel cabrera you were invited to um start for mississippi anytime you want to come i mean um I don't. I don't think we could work out eligibility for you, um, but hey, we may I mean, be able we, to. I don't know. I, I think mean, he has maybe one year. for 
softball maybe and then he could in one season become the all-time leader in home runs across baseball and softball just by playing softball does that sound does that sound fair mm-hmm. yeah yeah i like it um surely there'd be no controversy with a with a man playing women's sports jeez jack <laughs> okay now we are gonna move on <laughs> We're gonna move on to our review of the Alabama Crimson Tide series. If 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 you're ready to move on from that, Hunter. Yeah, yeah, very. Okay, gotcha. Uh, okay, so we uh, <laughs> we recorded the that last episode the day of the or the night after the um, the first game against Alabama, right? Uh, and so we already knew that we were up 1-0 in the series. We won on the R.J. Yeager walk off Yeager bomb, and uh, so we come out the next day, and it's kind of a, another little another sloppy game. Luke Hancock hits a two-run home run in that game in game two, um, but we just we let Alabama just stick around. They hang three runs on Parker Stinnett, who had a great start, and we're going to talk about our starters in a little bit. But uh, we let him hang around. Um, we tie the game up in the eighth, bring in Jackson Fristo, and he gives up three runs on a few extra base hits in the ninth, and then more cardiac dogs energy from us, um, which we've been lacking all season long, comes up again in that series, and um, we get back-to-back doubles by Cam James and Kellum Clark to start the inning. Then we get a two-run bomb from Logan Tanner to tie the game, and then a few bats later, we see Tanner Leggett with his first walk-off since the College World Series. Um, and just because it's baseball, we had to know that he was wearing the same pants that he was wearing in that, um, in that, how, how, that how is that believable? <laughs> like first time he's worn long pants since that walk off. Um, so I, I don't understand it's baseball though. So, um, but anyway, we, uh, come out Sunday and we just can't hit, get, can't hit the ball very well. Um, we, we score early, but Bama comes back, takes a, like a 3-1 lead, and then again, in the ninth inning, we, um, we were down 3-2, we give up three runs, our bullpen just, just bites us in the butt again, but uh, we lose the game 6-2, to however, we do take the series, and just like we said last week, you know, it'd be great to sweep, but just win your series at home and you'll be fine come the end of the season. So um, two, two cardiac dogs moments that we, we missed from last year that we're finally coming around and seeing this year. Um, and so, I mean, I, I really do think, we've kind of been reiterating this the last couple of weeks, but we really do have a lineup that can win us some games. Mm-hmm. But sometimes they just hit cold spells. And um, But I, I really do think they're dependable to win us some games. Uh, starters are good between Park, uh, Preston Johnson, Parker Stinnett, and Cade Smith. Um, but the bullpen, it continues to just be the, the thorn uh, in, on our side. We really just wish, can't figure it out. And it, it, it really hurt us in all three games against Alabama. Um, and uh, we were just able to overcome it twice. But, uh, man, it's, it's just kind of ugly when, when, when like our starters will pitch a really good game. I go six innings and only give up three runs. And in a league that, I mean, this year is really – hitting heavy like last year was very pitcher heavy so a one nothing game was very possible this year going six innings and giving up three runs should be enough yeah um and it's just it's just a different year and uh we, we hadn't quite adjusted to it yet yeah and i think the farther we go in the sec play and, and not just mississippi state i think we're going to see teams kind of adjusting to that because i mean you go around the league i mean other than tennessee does anyone have like a fantastic bullpen arm like it, I haven't seen anyone that's just like crazy good. Yeah, I mean, there's no Landon Sims, there's no Ken, Kevin Copps. Like, we're we're not seeing those golden spikes types arms. Um, 
from from anybody. And even the guy at Tennessee, like he throws hard and he's starting to get some SEC exposure. Um, but I mean, I don't I don't think he's like a super reliable closer yeah. just yet. I mean, he hadn't figured figured out the control quite yet. Uh, I, he just gets people to chase balls five feet out of the zone because they're going 104 miles an hour. Um, Speaking of but, balls going 104 miles per hour, um, can we talk a little bit about the Ole Miss series and and, and how that went? Because that that was a yeah. fun one. Um, Absolutely. You kept up with a little <clears throat> bit more of this than I did, like on yeah, Twitter. Yeah. So go for it. Okay. So so as you know, um, Tennessee, you have them, uh, one of the worst fan bases, and then you get Ole Miss, also one of the worst fan bases, with mm-hmm. a head coach a football head coach that thinks he's really, really funny. Um, yeah. So, so, so a little bit of backtrack. Um, last year in uh, football, uh, Ole Miss and Tennessee played. It was Lane Kiffin's return since abandoning them. And after, there, there was some calls happening in the game, and a golf ball was thrown and a mustard bottle, a mustard bottle was thrown at Lane Kiffin. And mm-hmm. he, he hasn't stopped talking about it since. It's like kind yeah. of impressive. <laughs> um, so yeah. so they announced Lane Kiffin's throwing out the first pitch, and some someone around Lane Kiffin or Lane Kiffin was like, "Okay, I'm gonna go out there and throw out the first pitch with a golf ball." Mm-hmm. It'd be hilarious. It it was I'm, pretty funny. It was pretty funny. Um, I'm almost certain that it wasn't his idea, but I don't think he would ever admit that. Oh, yeah. Um, 100% would not. Um, and, and then Ole Miss just gets killed. Like, yeah. And and the announcers are like, oh, we just never see balls exit the park like this at night. And I'm like, well, I mean, it's happened five times. We never <laughs> see opposite field home runs at nighttime. I'm like, sir, the... Were the second, it, third, and fourth one not evident? I think it. I think it'd be harder to see it in the daytime. <laughs> yeah. Th- so, so they lose that game one to twelve. Um, gross game, and then one of their relief pitchers comes out and says, "We underestimated them. Uh, we no, we took them lightly. We're we're gonna be better tomorrow. I guarantee we're we're gonna win." Um, they then go out and lose uh, three to ten. And and throughout all of this, every time uh, Tennessee hits a home run, they're uh, doing the, the the celebration with a mustard mm-hmm. bottle, which is very yeah. fun. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like that's a fun little little back. Um, so so yeah. after game two, you know, they decided to not take the team lightly again. You know, the number two team in the nation can't take mm-hmm. them lightly. Um, and then they go out and lose game three and get swept. Yeah, uh, as the hey. number one team in the nation, it was a fun time. Yeah, but hey, Ole Miss champions of, of February. They were the champions of of March for the most part. Um, so I mean, honestly, just hang hang another banner. Um, I bet they could win them. a Twitter poll. Maybe so. Um, we didn't buy bots, man. Um, so. Again, I just want Tennessee. To talk about that. that was very fun. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I like it. Uh, it's just a lot of pettiness, but from Tennessee in that one, I mean, Ole Miss didn't have much room to talk, so we didn't have to see their pettiness. But uh, Tennessee was very fun. They're very deserving of the to be the number one team in the country. Uh, really, really good starting pitching, the best hitting team in America, um, and we get to host them at Duty Noble in our last <laughs> last series of SEC, the regular season. So we're excited about that, and hopefully we can. Um, 
they, they can uh, hit kind of a, a valley, and we can hit a, hit a mountaintop before we have to play them. But um, anyway, so... Yeah, give me them at uh, their best. <laughs> mm-hmm. They can bring their best to Omaha, and it just won't work. But um, no, I, I'm not sure I want to play the Tennessee team that we saw the other day. Um, <laughs> man. Anyway, uh, to round out our talk about the series uh, against Alabama, I just wanted to go through each of these individual starts and kind of reiterate what we said. Um, Preston Johnson went six innings, gave up three earned runs. Parker Stinnett went five five and two-thirds, and he gave up three earned runs. And then Cade Smith, who is just super consistent. Um, at, for a Sunday starter, it's all you can ask for. You know, these games can turn into shootouts, but he went six innings, gave up three earned Um and in all of those games, we, we saw more runs given up immediately by the bullpen. Um, and so, I mean, like I said, I mean, those those numbers that I just gave you should be good enough. We should be able to piece together uh, three innings after them um, of, of, you know, scoreless baseball, one-run baseball, something like that. And uh, we shouldn't have to rely on ninth-inning comebacks every time because, honestly, that's just a dangerous game to play. Um, but, you know. We, we, we did enough to win the series. We still haven't seen, our, seen Mississippi State play just a, a clean – uh, weekend of baseball yet um so still looking looking for that and uh it's going to be tough to, to bring it this weekend but but maybe so i mean we, we might surprise us just like uh every each of the last three series against arkansas have ended in sweeps either us sweeping them or them sweeping us so um who knows what we're in for coming up in this series but um before we talk about that we do want to mention the um the series again or the midweek game against memphis we went to AutoZone park in memphis and played um did you watch any of this hunter uh, i did any not of this game? Uh, okay yeah okay. i'll uh sorry I'll i'm a horrible go... fan uh yeah <laughs> you're good just Life stuff just a little bit busy yeah um so i'll run through this real quick we um had no hits going into the sixth inning of this game we were down four to nothing um and then on probably the worst check swing call I've ever seen, Chris Lamonis gets uh, fired up. He gets ejected by the home plate umpire, and he just storms onto the field, uh, chasing after the first base umpire who did not want to have a conversation with him. And uh, so Lamonis is ejected, throws his hat and everything, and then we immediately hit like a two-run home run by Cam James and then a solo shot by Logan Tanner. We score six runs in the inning, Um and then from there, it was just all Mississippi State. We uh, we score four runs after that. We win the game ten to four. Uh, just dominate Memphis after the sixth inning. And uh, this just like kind of reiterates our question: What does Lamonis actually do? Yeah, because um, if we do better when he's not in the dugout, <laughs> then I have a solution. Just don't come to the games, <laughs> or get ejected. First pitch. Just, every, get, just like, get the bats going early. When you're exchanging lineup cards between like, punch between them coaches, in the mouth. Just just punch an umpire or two and the opposing team. Maybe slap coach. them. Slaps are in nowadays. I've heard. Yeah, yeah, uh, and they're they're not allowed to hit back, so we should be good. Um, man, we're hitting all the current events in this episode. Yeah, um, I really thought like John Boy should have done a breakdown of it. He did. Oh, did he? Of the slap? Yeah, he did. No, not the slap. Uh, that, the Lamonis ejection. Oh, okay, okay. I was like, he did do one of the slap. That's how I saw it in the first place. He had uh, up like 40 minutes after. <laughs> it's crazy. Man, 
It's giving us the content we need. But yeah, uh, so in this game, like I said, the home runs from Cam and Lotan. And then we have, we went in pitching, we went three innings from Brandon Smith, an inning from Casey Hunt, Drew Talley, Mikey Tepper, and then uh, three innings from Fristo to end it. Um, so kind of redeemed himself from the, the outings that he had Saturday and Sunday against Alabama. And then once again, you know, I really do hope he can find a spot in the pen. He looked good against Memphis, but um, again, it's not a super high quality opponent. Um, they definitely are a better hitting team than, than some of the competition we've played in midweeks and in weekends. But uh, in SEC play, you really got to bring your best stuff. And, and when Fristo has it, he I mean, when, when he's when he's pitching like we know he can, he, he's a legitimate closer. But yeah. He's just, it's just not consistent yet. And so um, I'm excited to see what role he can find, but uh, he still has a lot to prove. So, mm-hmm. For sure. Um, but Casey Hunt, that was good to see him back. I know he um, he hasn't pitched since he started the second game of the season against Long Beach State, which is kind of weird. We never really heard anything official about him, which made me wonder, like, is he hurt? Is, are the coaches not trusting him? Like, is he not very good? But then I'm like, well, Cam Teller still gets to pitch, so I know it's not trust. Um, but then, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so good to see him back. He didn't have his sharpest star or sharpest appearance, but I mean, you know, I think he gave up, uh, one run in an inning of work. So, um, let's just see, uh, hopefully he can be back cause he's a really good arm. He's just like, uh, Jackson Fristo. Like when he has his good, st- when he has his best stuff, he really is a dominant pitcher. So, um, but that's going to be it for the midweek, uh, against Memphis. We do have one coming up next week and, uh, we'll talk about that after the Arkansas series. So Hunter, what do we have on the Arkansas Razorbacks? Uh, yeah. So I guess we're going to do what we always do. Let's get through, uh, starting pitchers. Uh, their Friday okay. night guy is, uh, Connor Noland. Yeah, it's a right-handed pitcher, uh, 3.1 ERA. He's uh, 3-1 record. Uh, mm-hmm. And this is like a very set starting like starting rotation. They've had it since the beginning of the year. Um, they These guys are, I mean, they're they're their they're, they're their guys. Like they are the ones they're going to stroll out there uh, every single time, and they they get it done most of the time. I mean, um, and then oh, you only said the Friday night guy. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, um, and then their Saturday night guy is Hagen Smith. He's a left-handed pitcher, three point four five ERA, three and one record. And then their Sunday night guy, well, their Sunday guy is Jackson Wiggins, right-handed pitcher, three point seven one ERA, four zero. They all seem mighty like the same. Um, yeah, Connor Nolan gives I... up more hits than the other two, mm-hmm. um, but Jackson Wiggins walks like twice as many as Connor Nolan so it really kind of doesn't yeah it kind of I was kind of I was kind of looking at our guys um and I with the exception I think of Preston Johnson's um ERA our starters really do look similar I know uh Parker has less less starts than their guys do but I mean we we look very comparable um starting pitching wise um I think they're going to have the edge on us in their bullpen and we'll talk about some names they have there later um but I mean they're hitting they they don't have as much power as we do uh and that's very different from last year where I mean they just they just bashed us to death I mean they just hit home run after home run after home run and so we're, we're gonna see a different Arkansas team this year um it's they're still very successful it says here 19 and 4 overall they're 5 and 1 in the SEC they swept Kentucky to open it and then they won 2-1 against uh two out of three against Missouri so I mean they hadn't played the best SEC competition but I mean 
five and one in the SEC is still five and one in the SEC. So they're they're doing it differently than they were last year. They don't have seven home runs right now. Yeah, twenty seven to our forty three. So and it's just kind of weird to see us, you know, then Tennessee is them. like sixty eight. Yeah, it's they're ridiculous. Like we we are very much on pace for like a a very above average year for us in home runs, and we're not even touching Tennessee right now. Um, but I mean, we we are hitting the ball with great power. I, I said our lineup is is really really good power wise, um, better than Arkansas's, but. They are very consistent. They've got a lot of experience, and um, you know they they went a long way last year. And some of these guys are, are hungry for more. So they're a really good team, and um, hopefully, hopefully we can. Uh, I mean, the, the edge that they have against us is the bullpen. So hopefully we can uh, we can change that this weekend. Yeah. Um. But. I mean. Yeah. They're they're nineteen and four, five and one in the SEC. That's the second best record because Tennessee is insane and is undefeated. Might go um, thirty, you know. <laughs> dude, I mean, <laughs> they're on pace too. Dude, they're killing people. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, it's crazy. It really is wild. Arkansas swept Kentucky and then was two and one against Mizzou, and it seemed like they were in trouble a lot in that game. Um, mm-hmm in that series it seemed like I, I know game three it seemed like it was pretty close when i was just uh keeping up with it a little bit but i mean that's the same stuff that they did last year when they were playing everyone pretty close i mean even against mizzou i, I mean even against kentucky like i mean they they were reasonably close they're not just killing teams which yeah. i mean same thing with us but mm-hmm. it's wild yeah, and uh, Arkansas, like, it seems like I know we've mentioned Kentucky and Missouri, um, like not the not the upper level of SEC competition, but Arkansas really hasn't played too many just uh, outstanding teams. They've had series against Illinois State where they won two out of three, a series against Southeastern uh, Louisiana. We had, they had a series against Illinois Chicago and Grambling before they got to SEC play. Um, so they nineteen and four round rock classic with Stanford. Yeah, yeah. So they beat Indiana, uh, Louisiana Lafayette, and uh, then they lost to Stanford. Um, so the only ranked team out of those three, that was a loss. They've got losses to Southeastern Louisiana, and um, then like we mentioned, the one to uh, the one to Missouri the other day. Um, so I mean, they it may be like a kind of like uh, Arkansas last year where they they didn't struggle winning series, but they struggled to sweep them. Um, and like the mentality we keep on bringing up, like if you can just get a game on the road, that's, that's all you need. But man, it would go a long way to win a game. It would go a very, very long way to win the series against Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, this, this is, we have a young team. I mean, we, I know we have some experience sprinkled in there, but I mean, we have a lot of young guys, uh, even like Kellum Clark. I mean, he's, he's still one of the young guys on the team as a sophomore, Hunter Hines, um, being another one, we, we've got a lot of young guys and I think a, a series win right here would give them confidence moving forward. Um, would just kind of make them feel like they belong really. I mean, the whole team themselves, they would belong. So I really think this series could go a long way. Uh, and again, you know, if they're a top five team in the country, Arkansas is. So they're number two a series. Right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Um, so a series loss is like not, unexpected and uh so it's not detrimental to lose this series wouldn't wouldn't 
be totally detrimental to get swept in this series. You know, I mean, we did it last year. We won a national championship. So uh, I know different scenarios, but I mean, this is kind of one where, I mean, early on in the year, it's like you have a lot to prove, but you really don't have anything to lose right now. Yeah, um, it's, so. it's not, I mean, it's not a top five important series this season. Like, no, which is, I, mean, I know it sounds, it sounds weird to say, but I mean, this one, like losing this series, especially getting swept in the series, does make one of the, the one of the tougher series down the road become a must-win, like a, a Tennessee or a Florida, maybe an Ole Miss, uh, which is going to be on the road. I mean, it's going to be a tough series, and 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 depending on how this series goes, we may have to win one of those when we're not expected to. So uh, it could help us a lot down the road, resume building, and uh, especially just trying to prove that we belong in the rankings, we belong as a host. Um, it could go a long way, but at the same time, it's really not super necessary we just need to go out there and prove that we can stay on the field uh right now because i really do feel like we're just getting intimidated before we ever step into the batter's box and um we'll we'll go five and six innings without any hits at all even against a team like memphis so Mm -hmm. um i just we got to get fired up somehow and i think a series win or a series loss could do that for us um we're we're at a spot where we're no matter what, I think this series could be really big for us moving forward. Yeah. Um, um, so I guess we're going to get into their bats. Uh, we kind of went off on a tangent right there. Um, they have yeah. three regular starters with batting 300 or better. Um, Michael mm-hmm. Turner, he's batting 369. He's their catcher. Um, they, they turned around and turned out someone better than Casey Opitz. Yeah. I love that. But he doesn't have as much uh, much energy to fire up his pitchers, though, right? I feel like Kevin Copps was pretty good without him. <laughs> no, Kevin Copps has proved that he needed Casey Opitz. He's terrible in the minor leagues. I don't think he is. I don't. I don't think he's given up a run. I probably not. Hey, Landon Sims hasn't given up a run in like weeks. Okay, next, uh, Chris Lanzilli. Uh, he's three fifty eight. Uh, he's an outfielder. He's a transfer from Wake Forest. Um, he has two home runs on the year. Uh, yeah, he's one for one in stolen bases. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then next, uh, we have Caden Wallace, uh, 304, third baseman, familiar face from last year. Is, it, is he or is he the freshman? Uh, no, that's Peyton Stovall. Oh, yeah, there. Peyton Stovall is the one that sounds like it. Uh, yeah, uh, he is 5 for 6 with stolen bases, uh, so look for him to run a little bit, maybe have a little back and forth with uh, Lotan. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, all of those guys, um, you're not getting into the biggest names on the team. Um, yeah. They have Bob Moore and Jalen ba- Battles back in the middle infield. Uh, Battles is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> they, I just think about this team, and I know I, I watched them play us last year, all three games, but I, me and you also watched a whole lot of Arkansas baseball last year. We watched so much baseball last year, like everyone. Yeah. So I mean I think about this team and I just think of them turning two like it's it they're they're turning two up the middle every single inning it seems like um, and sometimes twice an inning almost um, <laughs> nope um, I mean they they were really really good uh, I heard somebody say on our broadcast the other day that we're like a top ten. Uh, team and fielding percentage and I looked that up it's true and we have the same exact fielding percentage as Arkansas so um, two really clean defensive teams uh, which means that we're probably about to just throw a bunch of baseballs into the stands um, on on Friday Saturday and Sunday but uh, now like we we said again in the Georgia series like 
making errors and and walking hitters is really not our identity but we kind of made it our identity for that weekend um we we really we we can't give arkansas chances and we need to keep playing clean um pitching wise and fielding wise uh that's really really important to to keep as part of our identity there yeah uh, for sure um braden webb uh, another guy he's their team leader in home runs he has five uh they have 27 as a team we have 43 no we touched on that earlier um I don't think it's going to be like last year where we open, we blink, and they have like four home runs. Yeah, I mean, they had three in the first inning last year. That was nuts. Christian Franklin had four on the weekend, and he had like eight in the entire season. And he ran Mississippi? I really, I don't understand what was happening in that series. Because, I mean, they weren't hitting them off of like our bad pitchers or anything it was like christian mcleod and um and will Benner who were like our but, one and two but it was christian mcleod at home yeah as soon as i said that i started regretting it but, but he was um, coming off of the sec pitcher of the week i'm pretty sure I'm, I'm sure it was sandwiched by sec pitcher of the week honors like <laughs> i kind of want to go back and check now that you say that <laughs> <laughs> um but like I said, I don't think they have as much power last year, and that's where we can have the advantage against them. But very, very consistent hitters. Uh, Bob Moore, I mean, he's not one of the ones that we mentioned hitting over 300, but he still hits a lot of extra base hits. He he has the power to go to any part of the field and, and get extra bases out of it. Jalen Battles can turn on a pitch in a heartbeat. Um, and then, of course, they have the guys hitting for average as well. So scary team up and down the lineup. But you know what? We are too. So um, we just, I mean, I know they have a strong bullpen, but they don't have cops. So this could be one of those one of those series where it's like just racing each other to try to get into the other team's bullpen um, because we know their bullpen's not as strong as it was last year. And I know we, we looked it up, and, and their three big names are going to be Cole Ramage, uh, Ramage, I don't really know how to say that name, uh, Zeb Vermillion, and Brady Tigert. And um, so all of those guys are, have their, their bulk of the innings out of the pen. They all have 10-plus innings out of there and they have multiple saves so um uh, there's a lot of guys that can go late in games they can stretch a lot of innings out of them nobody i don't think uh i don't think any of them are closers that can start and finish the game um but you know who else can do that besides kevin cops um so actually kevin cops can't even do that he gave up a home run to like lose the season for them um Put me in that position. I'm I'm not pitching into I the promise you I'm after. Not, I promise you I'm not waiting to uh, till the eighth inning to lose the game. I pr- <laughs> I'm gonna do it. I promise you that. I'm not gonna be the video guy following him out after he <laughs> after he let up that. Thanks, Kevin. Forty five. Thanks, Kevin, um, for losing the whole season. <laughs> I wonder if there were any fans that blamed but, it on him. All right, would you would you rather oh gosh. Would you rather be the video guy following um, Kevin Copps into the locker room for the last time or Tanner Leggett into the locker room after his walk-off against Texas? <laughs> Gotta be Copps, right? Do I have to go up all the stairs? Jeez, <laughs> the what Cops was up at the stairs? Dude, it's wild. That's your home. These guys, these guys are wearing metal cleats. That can't be safe. I don't... Like, you looked at the outside of the stadium when we went to Fayetteville, right? Yeah. How mm-hmm. could there be stairs? I I don't know. <laughs> Where is it going well, up? I, to? Our guys, our guys walk down like two steps and they're in the sickest locker room I've ever seen. Dude, Their I, guys walk up eight flights and they're in their stadium. I don't even not see tall. I don't the, get it. The video wasn't even long enough to see the locker room. I have no idea what what the Is he I mean, still is walking? It, is it 
Stairway to Heaven? Was he walking know. out of the stadium? Not even going to the locker room? He's just going to the rooftop to, to watch the fireworks that they had prepared. He was going to ice going his elbow after he pitched 200 pitches in a weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, did you find anything about uh, Christian McLeod? It, it was, in league? fact, coming off of the SEC Pitcher of the Year. <laughs> Gosh. Jeez. It was coming off of the LSU game. Jeez. And then going into the Kentucky game, where I'm pretty sure he was pretty good. Yeah, that was the night of the Brayland steal, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he went yeah. six to Or the, Bra- the Brayland uh, s- s- Superman around the catcher. Um, anyway, so that's going to do, I guess, for the Arkansas series. We are going to do our series prediction of, uh, of games and of uh, player of the weekend. Um, but first, we want to mention our midweek game that we have coming up next Tuesday, April the 5th, here in Starkville. Um, we've got UT Martin coming into town, and we don't have anything at all to say about them besides the fact that they're 7-15, and 15, with some really, really bad series losses. Um, they've lost a series to North Alabama, who I think State beat last year like 19-1, to 1, and Ole Miss just beat like 20-1 to 1 or something like that. So um, not a great team to have a series loss to. Uh, they did beat Alabama in a midweek, however, which uh, makes total sense. Um, so, but... Southern Miss also did that, so that can't be that impressive. Um, anyway. Before we um, move into prediction, can okay. we talk about how good Josh Hatcher is? Oh, like, my gosh. I'd rather not. Like, I, I just he, want to bring this up. Um, he's batting 400, um, and he hit two cycles last week. He had a game where he hit four doubles in the same game. Um, this is unbelievable. And I... Uh, yeah, I, Dude, I, I, I miss that guy. Because that guy. freshman year, he started it out like looking like that was going to be the kind of player that he was. He just, I mean, I hate that we couldn't get it figured out late in the year for him. Um, Is he going to win mid-major player of the year? He could. I mean, jeez. <laughs> and he was he's not doing that against like Kennesaw State's normal competition. He was doing that against Georgia Tech. He hit one of the cycles against them. So, um Jeez, I love that guy. I, I, bet, I bet with him producing like that last year, we might get to win a national championship. We might have won two national championships last year if he had been producing. Jeez, dude, he's so good. Yeah, you know, I randomly think that he had a double against Arkansas last year. Um, I think I remember that. Like he, he just turned it on in the Sunday game against them. But anyway, um, so I'm gonna let you have the honor of doing your series prediction and player of the week before I do my series prediction and player of the week. Okay. So you don't uh, have to worry about copying me or anything like that. Yeah, I'm gonna be pretty straightforward here. Give me Arkansas in a sweep. Okay. What has to happen for us? Who has to be the guy to step up for us that to not happen to us? I feel like we're going to be in position to win every game. Like, I don't think we're just going to get boat raced in the first three innings in any of them. Yeah. So I feel like someone in the bullpen is going to have to step up. And I can I can look at the list right here. And, like, I mean, Pico? Pico. I, I mean, okay. someone go out there and have have a good outing. And, yeah. and we, we 
because I, I trust us to be in position. I mean, mm-hmm. with, with our starters, one of them is going to have a good outing. Yeah. And yeah, for and sure. I feel like our offense will be at least, like, give us three runs. I mean, yeah. somewhere mm-hmm. in there. So, like, yeah. just someone out of the pen. Give me Pico. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's very similar to my thought process. I think we're going to go in and lose two out of three. Um, I'm, I'm not very confident in this series. I know we've, we kind of sound like it, but we sound like that every single week. So, um, I, I think it's a winnable series. I just don't, we haven't proved to, to me or to anybody else that we can go into a hostile environment and win a series like this. We don't, we haven't proven that we could host a team like this and win a, even a game, but I think we're going to go in, win two out of, or lose two out of three. Um, I think the bullpen has to step up because that's where, like I said, Arkansas has the advantage over us. Um, and I think my guy is going to be um, Brooks Auger this weekend. Okay. Um, he's a, he's a guy. <laughs> yeah. He's a guy who's, um, who's kind of filled every role of the bullpen at some point or another. Like he's, he's gone the seventh, eighth and ninth. He's gone immediately following the starter. He's, he's done a little bit of everything. I think he might've pitched early in games and midweek sometimes. So he's done a little bit of it all, but it never in the, in the environment, never against a team like Arkansas. So um, he, he did well against Alabama getting, getting strikeouts in clutch situations, I think on Friday night for sure. And came in on Sunday too. Um, but it's going to, it's, it's going to be a, a kind of a, um, a grow up. Uh, series for him and i really do think he, he could be the the piece in the bullpen that that steals a game for us or maybe uh turns flips the tables and and lets us win the series you know mm-hmm. um it, it really just does take one fired up performance like that to to you know give you energy for an entire weekend so um maybe maybe he's the guy for that and uh i really do hope he is but right now you've got us losing in a sweep i've got us losing two out of three um, not predicting a great weekend for the dogs, but it's it's still going to be watching Mississippi State play baseball. So it's not, it can't be a can't be a bad weekend, right? Yeah, I've never seen a bad weekend of Mississippi State baseball this year. I've seen a few. I've seen, I've seen about a month's worth. So um, anyway, months uh, that's of days. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, anyway, that's going to do it for our, uh, our review or our preview of the Arkansas series. Uh, we are really looking forward to another uh, weekend of SEC baseball. Hopefully, uh, the dogs can prove us wrong. But before we go, we are going to do our favorite segment. And what's that going to be? Instagram questions. Absolutely. So I'll be reading these out. And awesome. Hunter, you Let's get... go. And <laughs> let me just get to them real quick. Like always, if you ever have any questions, you can DM us on Instagram. Uh, we I mean, Obviously, we ask for them about the day of or the day before our um, uh, our episode, but you're free to DM us at any moment, um, and uh, we will answer your questions on the show. So the first question is going to be from Frederick Reynolds, um, and he says, who, who do we need to watch out for in Arkansas's lineup? Do the thing, Hunter. Um, I, I, I'd say so, someone like Michael Turner. He's batting three sixty nine. Maybe Chris Lanzell. Uh, he seems pretty good. Caden Wallace, perhaps. Uh, Peyton Stovall, Zach Gregory, Jalen Battles, Robert Moore, Braden Webb, Brady Slavens. I like it. Um, and, and then anyone who they bring in. I, I probably I, I, I'd watch out for most of those guys. Um, uh, I, 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 think, I wouldn't. I, think... I wouldn't play with my eyes closed. I think if we um, do a chant and chant Oompa Loompa at Bob Moore, I don't think there's I don't think a that'll chance. go well. 
I don't think there's a chance he goes yard. Um, and so we just need we just need some some really really bold Mississippi State fans to show up and do that. Um, and then you won't have to watch out for him at all because he'll just kind of shrink into his little hobbit hole, um, just like Oompa Loompas always do. Um, Frederick Reynolds says, uh, "Was Lamonis the spark that we needed in the midweek?" Uh, obviously, like I mean that that did something. Um, I mean, it. I don't know. I, I really baseball is really weird. Superstitions and um, you know momentum swings are really really weird. Um, but maybe that's just Lamonis's role in the team. You know, maybe he's just resorting to just getting ejected from games. And maybe he finally has his role here at Mississippi State. Um, Frederick Reynolds also asked, favorite away jersey that we have? Oh, that we have? Um, mm-hmm. Hunter, do the thing. I don't want to mess this up. Uh, you do it. You do the thing. Uh, I like the maroon pins, probably, with the M over S, like, ch- like um, pocket logo kind of thing. But um, second, fa- or like, very close second is something we haven't worn in years since like the Jake Mangum days, but it's the the gray vests with maroon mm, undershirts. Yes, yes. I I don't I don't care if we just see it in like a mid, random midweek away game. Like I know it's we better don't see than those what we often. wear right now. Yeah, honestly, like I don't want to. At least I, it's I don't different. Care. Like yeah, like it. I don't care if it's not prime time or anything. Like I understand it if it's not. It's not really probably a fan favorite look it's just my personal like i just love it because you'd like to see it <laughs> yeah uh, it's better than the Mer- like adidas alternate state jersey that we have um in my opinion at least so um next question is going to be from lj jones it doesn't have anything to do with college baseball but it is formed in a question and um here we go so it's not college but do you think bruce arian's retirement was a stipulation for brady's return yes 100 percent. i think brady only did the fake retirement to show tampa that he would he would actually retire if they didn't do something i think he went in and said yeah it's me or bruce and this is how we got here man i mean it's really tough to see for former mystery state great uh, bruce arians just getting bullied by tom brady but um you know it's it's just the 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 way NFL is. You know, it's gonna be dominated by Tom Brady. Anything he wants, he's gonna get. Um, I don't even think I agree with what I just said, but it sounded good. Um, I love Tom Brady. I I I would choose him over Bruce Arians every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, I would choose anyways. him over any coach. Yeah, honestly, I don't <laughs> care who's coaching my team. If if Tom Brady's on there, I'm getting to the NFC. I'll get him who he wants. Yeah. All right, so here we have um, Courtney Purvis. She says, what's the SEC series y'all are most looking forward to? Uh, LSU series. LSU, okay. That's the first one you're going to be at this year, right? Mm-hmm. Making my grand Let's appearance. Go. Let's go. Uh, for me, um, it's probably that one. I'm, I am excited to see what a post-Jake Mangum, post-Tanner Allen series against Ole Miss is going to look like. Um, I'd I'm not confident about that one, which I'm not confident about really any of them right now. Um, I am excited to see what four games in a row against Ole Miss is going to look like. I, I'm, I'm probably most excited for that one right now. Um, uh, Sherry Taylor says, are you a fan of players changing their walk-up songs? Uh, yeah, it gets you out of a slump sometimes. Yeah, I mean, Hatcher tried it last year. Didn't work for him, but hey, he might have changed it 
since he got to Kennesaw State, and it really worked. So, you know, just keep changing it till till you find something that fits. Um, honestly, and Cam James and Logan Tanner have both changed, both changed theirs early on this year, and, you know, it seems to be working for them pretty well. Um, so, honestly, just pick up whatever song you want, and if it sounds cool, I'll probably rock with it. Um, and then Clay Taylor has two in a row here. What would y'all's walk-up songs be? So that kind of fits into this conversation. Uh, lately, uh, I've been thinking the Bulls intro song. Ooh. Yeah. I yeah. like it. I feel like that one would be pretty fun. Uh, the only issue is is there's no like like crowd interaction with it. Uh, mm-hmm. It's the only issue. Yeah, but just that little like twinkle at the beginning. Mm-hmm. It's so dun, good. Dun, 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 dun. Okay, I like it. Um, since Cam James just kind of... A, you know, left it out to dry. I think I'll take word on the streets. It's so um, good. He's in Starful tonight. It's really tonight. good. He is in Starful tonight. Key Glock, shout out. Um, I, I really don't know why Cam would ever abandon that song. It's so but good. If it's just there for the taking, I'll gladly, gladly take it. Um, the last question will be, is this, is the baseball season lost or does it just feel that way? I think it just feels um, that way. It, it does feel that way early on, but the real season started two weeks ago, and we have, we're have we a 3-3 three and three record. We're very much in the race for um, everything that we want right now. Um, I mean, we could still be – I mean, it's, it might be tough to be a national seed, I mean, a top eight, but um, we could very much go on a run and still host, definitely make the NCAA tournament and make a run that way. Um, so, I mean, I don't think we're by any means a lost cause, but uh, it, does, it does feel pretty uh, – pretty sad so far um but there is there does seem to be a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel um but i think that's going to be it for the rest of the episode is that do you have anything else no not really okay just excited well, for um, next weekend and this weekend yeah. but more so next yeah. weekend you have to go back yeah. to god's country absolutely we get i mean my excitement level for next weekend, obviously, pretty pretty high since you'll be here but uh really it will be determined mostly by how we perform this weekend in a win or a loss i just want to see that we're able to you know hit pretty decent play that baseball go play that ball so Mm -hmm. um well anyway that's going to be it for going for two with jack taylor for the week obviously we're looking forward to playing arkansas hopefully um we are dead wrong about our prediction uh but that's all that we have for this episode we are um we are so excited that you guys have I don't know what happened to his mic, so I'm just going to keep on doing the outro. Thank you all so much for all the support. Um, Yeah, can't wait for this weekend. And then we'll get back to you after this. Thank you. This was Going For Two with Jack Taylor. Thanks. Am I back? Yeah, you're back. Dang. I was was on a roll there, too. Dude, I did my first outro since the solo. Let's go. I I went down and caught you. Dude, I was plummeting to the ground. No Do I get credited here. with a save there? <laughs> I think we had more than a three-run lead. Doubt it. Over football Freddy in the game. <laughs>